0: I'll leave you with this with Dustin Chaffin. I was uh, walking up the street and uh, over by the McDonald's. Yeah. and uh, you' seen that guy that just dances like he got no care in the world? Which
1: one is about 10 of them? Is there... <laughs> <laughs> they all dance was
0: hard- hardcore rap though. it wasn't oh, like, Okay It wasn't like dancing music. it was real and he was just acting it out and he was just had a little speaker and a little yeah. phone on it. but I was just like. It's just, I mean, I wish I could just get a just an ounce of that confidence. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me too. You know what I mean? Like, it's just going- like it's just like nothing, man. Just zoned in. Yeah. I'm I'm always distracted on stage. I see somebody, you know, with a stupid face or whatever. I get all sidetracked. That guy don't care, man.
1: Yeah. No, he don't care. No,
0: he ain't uh-huh. having no meltdowns. No. Like he's just focused on the dancing.
1: And it's a tough crowd up here too.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. There's people, a lot of dancers. They like listen
1: <laughs> <laughs> I did the move better in '84, son. Oh That's yeah. That's what
0: they say. But he's uh, he was like lip syncing, and I don't know, mm-hmm. it just made me laugh because I was just like, whoa, what happened?
1: it's my cart I have so much stuff over here that pops I I think my grandmother's spirit isn't here because this happens a lot really I hear all kinds of stuff and and pops and stuff and the cats be looking crazy ever since she passed it's
0: weird yeah that sucks you doing okay with that stuff
1: yeah I'm doing all right about it you know I mean I got to watch my grandmother for like six months before she passed so we got we had time to process that and you know, at, at towards the end, even though it was very sad for us, we didn't want her to go. It was very much about, like, if you're ready to go, you don't have to stay here for us. Yeah. You know, so.
0: Time for them to pass. hmm Yeah, my stepdad was like that. It was like he was, you know, he had cancer, and then he had uh, uh, dementia, Alzheimer's. So it was like, yeah, he's he's tapped out. Like, yeah. He's, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, what else could go on? Yeah, like, yeah. He's, he's ready. <laughs> right, like, right, he's right. Not, he didn't know what's going on, you know, and it was. It was tough, but, you know, what was weird about it was, like, he he got kind of, I hate to say this, but he got nicer when, mm-hmm. he's, when he got, like, Alzheimer's mm-hmm. and stuff, and so I actually got along with him better yeah. when he got sicker. Because when he was, like, fine, he was, like, you know, a little judgy and s- yeah. said some sarcastic shit about my comedy or whatever. But once he, you know, started kind of losing his mind, he got nice. Yeah, because he, he forgot sweet. he hated you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's why I said my mother and my grandpa. I'm like, he forget that he hasn't called us heifer in years because <laughs> he forgot we heifers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. It's weird because if you're kind of like, that's, you, wanna, you know. You feel like some things are unfinished, you know, you want to like reconcile, but then it's like, nah, man, he likes cookies. So just give him cookies and make him happy. And then that's it. You have a conversation about cookies and then it's done. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so he's, yeah, he passed and I think it was, it was, it was good, you know? My mom did the best she could for a while, yeah, it's a good way to start a comedy podcast
1: well, there's comedy <laughs> yeah. in all of that it I is. mean there really is. I was telling my mother, my grandfather he's he has dementia, mm. he's blind, oh my God, and he's in a wheelchair oh, no. and it's like <laughs> I mean like the number of things that's popping up, but it's so much comedy yeah that's happening with us because when we have to get him out of a car, yeah. He's still a big, strong man. Even though he's thin, he's tall, he's like he's powerful. So if he yeah. decides he ain't trying to get out of this car, yeah, we gotta get his ass out the car.
0: Yeah. You
1: understand? And so by the time bystanders come walking by they think it's uh elderly abuse and it's like no we just trying to get this fool out the car it's like because he's strong it's like he's also fighting us so it's like you know it's the weirdest thing because sometimes i would look at people who take care of people who are handicapped or whatever or elderly and you go why are they moving them so rough why are they doing this you got they got superpowers sometimes
0: yeah, I think that we are quick to judge sometimes. Like, yeah. You know, why are you spanking that kid? You don't know what that kid did. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't know. That's true. <laughs> you know what that came out of that kid's mouth or yeah. like some shit it stole at the store? You don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like, yeah you got to be. Shit. Careful. My
1: grandfather was blind, yeah. but he knew how to land the right hook. I'm telling you, we done had to dodge plenty of fists from him. When he decided oh, yeah. he wanted to get up,
0: oh, yeah. you got to be ready to go. Like that old man's strength. You know, Plenty's <laughs> Yeah. You know? yeah. He still kick your ass. <laughs> 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 uh, it's great to uh see you man it's been a while yeah it's been a good, good. while yeah so uh welcome to uh i'll leave you with this Yes. The show with Dustin Chaffin. Um, my special guest today is a oh, sweetheart, um, somebody I've known a long, 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 long time. Yeah. Um, wow, your credits keep rolling in, baby. You're doing good.
1: <laughs> I know. I said the credits keep run, rolling in, and then I see the money keep rolling
0: out. Yeah. Comedy Central Half Hour. Yeah. Just did Fallon again. Yeah. Like uh, all kinds of cool stuff going on. Yeah. Yamanika Sanders. Yes. Yay. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being with me today. This is fun. Um, yeah, man. It's like, you know, it's funny. It's like I always root for people that, mm-hmm. like, I was kind of there in the beginning for. But then it's like, but you miss them, you know? Yeah. Like, I miss I miss coming out of the office at Greenwich and, like, seeing you sitting there just knitting a scarf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'd love to have you on stage but it's like that's what i miss the most yeah it's just you just like all in your head and just going on but that's what kept you out of it, it was yeah just like you had to be yeah. doing, like just now when i came in you had to be sweeping like that's you always got to be moving
1: moving yeah, yeah. <laughs> i always got to be doing something but we had a lot of fun i do i yeah. miss those times too you yeah, know and that's fun. the thing yeah. it does take us away from each other but then we get to come back and reminisce sure
0: absolutely you know it's it's funny because it's like once you start tasting success or good things start happening it's like i feel like it's all kinds of things start happening with people Mm -hmm. your relationships change i feel like with you it's probably i'm sure like a lot of people that weren't as nice to you before or or now they're like hey
1: yamanika you're like fuck
0: you in your
1: head yeah (laughs) i was talking about that last night (laughs) it's it's super annoying to me because um i remember when i did a stand up for diversity audition and Uh this was like one of the first auditions that I did, this is probably probably like almost 10 or 11 years ago, okay. right? And I remember not being one of the comics that had a booked appointment and mm-hmm. I had to stand out on the line. Nice. And I saw all these comics that were going in, they had booked appointments, and they but uh, some of them would stand out in front of the line and kind of showboat, right? Like, yeah. oh, you know, talking, like, yeah, but I got an appointment downstairs. Yeah. And, like, you know, kind of, there are so many comics that like having, like, Comics who don't have anything, or younger comics, like look up to them and eat off of them yeah. and like vibe off of them. So sick. And I'm the opposite, yeah. you know, um, way because you know, I think some people come up and they, they're they like, Oh, hi, and they're looking at me, and I'm just like, Oh, that makes me even more co- uncomfortable. Yeah, 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 you looking at me like that, or coming up to me, or talking to me more about the things that I'm doing than actually want to talk to me about what's going on with me. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, so, um but there's a, there's a fine line between that because I don't want to be an asshole sure. and be like get the hell away from me cuz yeah. that's not my nature anyway but sometimes you just go I wish I wasn't here right now.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I wish <laughs> I wish there were not 10 people trying to talk to me at the same time yeah. right now that I barely know.
0: Oh yeah, it's stuff like um well you were it's you know, I feel like you lucked out a little bit cuz that you got sick for some of these uh these uh, comedy parties. <laughs> you did like a call in on your I Skype. Did, that did, was did. way better yeah. <laughs> than actually being at the parties yeah. and being yeah. all uncomfortable and stuff. <laughs> but I think, but it's weird because it's like once you start getting successful then there's fake people and then the people that were in your life mm-hmm. then they start getting a little weird with you too because yeah. they're like, yo, why don't you call me back? You too big for me now? Like you yeah. feel like you're an NBA player or something and yeah. like you got to feed the whole family and it's just like this weird dynamic I think.
1: Yeah. I it, think with the friends that I've had um that may have seen me move forward. It's yeah. two two types. Yeah. There's friends that that I had that probably did not really believe in what I was doing right because I'm a little reckless and oh, yeah. you know loud and, and uh, you know unprofessional when it comes yeah. to con- you know I'm not well, I'm not polished I know. I know. you know
0: <laughs> you I'm better not, mention like, me in yeah. that speech <laughs> you get that gold but well, you know I just go on stage and I just
1: I just yeah. do and so people go well the, where's the structure in that oh sure, how you know sure. it doesn't follow the format so when they see someone like me and they, yeah. it's kind of like well how did this happen to her when I follow all the rules and mm. what it took to get somewhere sure. So I understand the resistance on that. And I have a few people who are like that and just can't be around me. It's more they can't be around me than me trying to distance myself from them. And then I have the other people, other friends of mine on the other side, who are just like, well, everything's great for you. And everything is this and this. And I'm just like, yeah, I've been blessed, right? And I've had opportunities. Yeah. But I am not Kevin Hart. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. still looking for gigs. I'm still <laughs> yeah. trying to put myself in place. I'm still sure. trying to get a show. Yeah. You know, it's just a, a million things. I'm just the only thing that has changed about me is my knowledge of the business because of the things that I've gone through. Yeah. But I have not changed as a person.
0: Oh, yeah. And I also think like on social media, sometimes it looks like we're doing more amazing than we are. Sometimes. Yeah. like people don't know what things what they actually pay you for things. Right. People have no clue <laughs> Right. <laughs> after like an Agent or after a thing, yeah, you you get like five grand in your pocket. You're like, What, yeah, that is special. What are you talking about? Yeah, people have no idea,
1: they don't have no idea. That's (laughs) why I don't post because I'm my lawyer follows me, so I'm like, Let me not post up anything saying I got the check from this thing yet. Because you know, she's like, Oh, you finished taping that thing. I'm like, Yep, here come a bill.
0: (laughs) Well, that's that had to be kind of like a discipline that you had to learn on your own is not. Being too boisterous online with every little feeling that you have.
1: Yeah, I mean, I to, think to with be
0: professionally, you got to keep it in a little.
1: I do. I do keep it in. But at the same time, there are people that like the wild, crazy, sure. like honest. It's and it's yeah. more just honest. I yeah. don't have a filter. I, I try to be honest. It makes me feel better yeah. as a person because when You know, I am somebody that broods and sits down. And if if I'm not doing something right, it bothers me. So every time I'm honest... Even if it doesn't look good, the honesty that I'm giving, I feel a release and a relief, and I'm like, good. That's what I where I want to be.
0: Yeah, I mean, out of all the, the shit list you don't want to be on, I think Yamanik would be my top five. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I would not want you angry at me.
1: <laughs> so, and, and very seldom do I get a I get annoyed. I'll get like I'll get very direct in terms of like. Um, challenging right Okay. because i feel like everybody is entitled to their opinion sure. and um there's very few things that make me go i i hate you just but that's also because of the christian faith you know yeah. with me and it's like god says don't hate so i can't hate but i may really really not like somebody yeah you what know What kind
0: of self-help have you done to kind of work on yourself a little bit
1: well i started therapy oh nice Great. which you know I love my, therapy. My, I love it too but my family is like my mother's like don't be telling them all your business <laughs> tell them everything that's how they get you trapped and they know where you live they know all your business and then next thing you know you're in a sci-fi movie you can't escape you know this is my mother like she always she my mother sits down and watches the first 48 yeah. true crimes anything with somebody dying at the end my mother loves it and then she comes back to me with all this stuff about how I'm about to be murdered 17 different Ways, <laughs> so she thinks my therapist might possibly murder me. Yeah. he's taking in like information about me to use against me oh, uh, sure later that. down. Yeah, you got a file on you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny because it's like, um, you know, my therapist is the comedy therapist, like, he's the oh, guy. we all have the same. Oh, oh, is he the same guy, too? I Alan? think so. Alan? Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Wait, wait yo we gonna have to kill him no for real because how much does he i'm like there's no way the amount of comics i see coming in and out of there i'm like he's got to be trying to kill himself
0: that's hilarious you know it's funny it was i was one of the first guys who went to allen you started it it, I all. it. there was another guy that's got john de bellis way back from this comic strip or something older guy okay and he became friendly with me and my crazy ex the red-headed lunatic yeah 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 and it was like he her and i did like uh, Couple therapy or something, and then I ended up going on my own. And then I talked to uh, Robert Kelly about it because okay. he was talking whatever. And I said, "Yeah, he's a great therapist." And then he started telling everybody, and then it just kind of started becoming Dad like, got a word of "Yeah." Mouth. And it just so many people see him, and that's what's funny about it. because like therapy is this place where you kind of a little safe zone. Mm-hmm. You go in, you don't really want to see anybody. You yeah. just kind of want to work on your shit. And as soon as you open that door, some <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you just worked with yeah, or yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. you talked about him in there. Like, and you're just like, oh my God. And yeah. you're like, and it's so funny when people see they that haven't seen you yet and they're like, oh now everybody knows and they just you totally just think they're gonna be t- telling everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I saw Gina Brion, you know, or yeah. whoever. He was like, at
1: Gina's wedding.
0: Was he? Yeah. Oh, that's I hilarious. was like,
1: what are you doing here? And we like cut the rug for a minute. That's so funny. Yeah, it's but he's a nice guy. He came
0: to my my first time I did uh, the Showtime thing. He came. I had a screening at a party, and he came to like this girl's apartment. And oh And he was my just God, sitting there so with cool. sitting there with his wife, and everybody's <laughs> chain smoking. And he just <laughs> sat there watching me do my five minutes on Showtime. And it was like that was an amazing thing. Yeah, he's so supportive. Yeah, I like but, him a lot. Uh, but yeah, but you know what it is too. When you go to therapy, it's like it we are a special breed. Like, there's mm-hmm. nobody like... The, to get up here and do this and do it, n- not just when it's going well, but yeah. to do it when it sucks, is yeah. a, it's, it's nobody... Very few people could do this. And so you have to understand that mindset. And I think a lot of people, when they start to kind of... Focus in on comedy and they don't know much about it they try mm-hmm. to textbook us yeah. They try to be like oh you know you need attention your parents didn't did it it's all the same bullshit yeah Where he's just like you start talking and he knows the same fucking people we're talking about right you'll be like oh ST's, oh yeah she's been like that with this guy yeah. and this guy you're like what and so he understands the world yeah. you know which helps
1: yeah doesn't it does.
0: trivialize it you know just make it some thing that he read somewhere yeah so i, I
1: like i definitely like going in there and the connection i went i had a This was whatever day we had the big snowstorm, Okay. and I called him the night before. A lot of stuff was piling down on me, and I was like, I need an emergency. I got to come in. And even my mother was like, well, maybe you should call that man and see what he can do. (laughs) What what he he doing? That
0: white man (laughs) doing. Yeah, because my mom is
1: like, you know, my mother understands comedy, because she used to do comedy. Very briefly, but she used to do comedy. Oh, wow. And so she's always like, well, you're not going to kill yourself, are you? You're not depressed, are you? Like, she call <laughs> she calls me there, and, like, she's listening to me. And so I, w- I went in to see him, and just a lot of things had gone down. And I said, I just need to talk. And I went in and talked with him. And we just it was very simple. Sit down. And then I was so happy when I left there. I walked through Central Park in the snow, just me and, like, 70 white people making snow angels. I mean, it was not – I mean, I I hate to say black and white this, but black people ain't out in the snow making snow angels. It was so many white people that I could barely see them. And um, I just felt so free and, like, alive. And, like, I like like having those clear spaces, you know?
0: Well, that's what it is, too. And one thing I like about them is – I think well, I think most comics should be in therapy, you know? mm-hmm. it just it, it's too it's too negative of a business yeah like it's a it's a great thing to be able to do this, but it will take you down, yeah, so you gotta have some like a like a corner man, yeah, you need Mickey in the corner, come on, <laughs> 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 you're gonna eat lightning and shit thunder, come on, you know, you need somebody in your corner, and that's yeah. what it is, basically, it's yeah. a cup man, and uh but one thing I like about him is sometimes it'll be something as simple as hey, Dustin write two hours a day, don't leave your chair. And then I'll do that, and then I'm totally not depressed right. because my brain is active, I'm at least trying to do stuff as opposed yeah. to, like, why is it this, guy, this guy getting this and why yeah. is that guy getting that? It's like, I'm just doing the work, going right. and as opposed to whatever, and I think that's... Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around, a watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried and true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. That's what therapy does. It range you in on the simple things you can be doing. Or sometimes you do. You just need to talk. Yeah. You need to talk about a relative or a boyfriend or a girlfriend or whatever so i think yeah. it's uh no it's good it's so funny though that he's just like you know i mean it's he has so many of us everyone it's I, like I when he goes we shot. all gonna be fucked up yeah that's that's for real <laughs> <laughs> that's for real I always whenever i hit the buzzer i'm like please answer uh, yeah. <laughs> Every week, I'm like, come on, and I'm like, okay, everything's okay. But then okay. he
1: takes that break in August, and I'm like, this is oh, when yeah. you know everybody's having meltdowns That's because hilarious. it's like August, we all like running around looking crazy. Okay, so
0: you've been seeing him a little bit, a few yeah, years yeah, yeah. yeah. Years <laughs> I
1: say, oh, you can't go nowhere. I'm, it's like I gotta, <laughs> I gotta recharge,
0: bitch. Oh, I'm a, I, I want to bug the room next time I know you're gonna be in there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, all I do is sit there and talk about fuck boys yeah. and weight loss problems. I mean, his. his Sometimes I go in there and try to outsmart him.
0: Oh, that's funny. Because
1: I'm like, listen, I already know what my problem is this week. I do and too, yeah. he has a rundown. Yeah. And so don't tell me nothing else. What else can we figure out? And, he's, and then by the time I tell him that, he's like,
0: that's all wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If we could self analyze ourselves, we wouldn't fucking be in there. Right. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's really interesting how you just start to kind of like. In, you don't realize you're getting better right when you do therapy but yeah. then you look back and you're like okay because my thing is reaction time like i have a tendency to just you are too you're you, you can be a hothead yeah you know? oh yeah it's sure like yeah. that 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 knee jerk to like someone's disrespects you i have a disrespectful situation like i always feel like people you know comics in general because mm-hmm. you know the position i'm in i yeah. feel like Nobody sees me as a comic when I need them to. Yeah. And like, I'll be at a club and someone will go, Hey, I'm about to go on stage. Right, 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 right. Hey, uh, can I get Greenwich? I get a spot at Greenwich. And I go, Motherfucker, I'm next. Right, 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 right. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) It's like, I have, that's a problem I have a lot. And I'm just like, I just want to murder somebody. And I end up going off on them. You know, and I'm just like, Dude, what what would make you think this is okay? Right. You know, it's like, you're not, you're not even getting paid. Like, you're just hanging out. Like, watch me as as a comic. Right. Maybe you'll learn something. Yeah. Instead of, Sitting there they trying to therapy. get something from me, you yeah. know? But that's the thing with the generation of comics coming up where it's like, you know, there is this quick thing that they think they can take yeah. to get there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you, I mean, you've been doing comedy and, you know, then you got quit for a second and then, like, not sure yeah, what was happening. I and quit then,
1: for, like, a second, yeah. like, a, a serious second. And then I was homeless. Like, it was a mess. But, you know, I said, You know, around the time, like I moved here seventeen years ago, and I was already doing comedy in L.A. But I don't even count that time because, to me, starting comedy in L.A. is yeah,
0: you get it. You know, it's like once every (laughs) six (laughs) months.
1: You know, but not only that, it's just like sometimes. The audiences aren't real because everybody feels like they're auditioning for something, even when they're in the audience. You know, they like don't know who's around, and you and you need people who are connected to not to just be themselves in the audience. But you know, when I was dealing with. all the stuff of growing up here and and yeah. getting into comedy, it was just it was different because we didn't have all these things that these kids have now, you know, with the, like VH1 has a show, MTV has a show, yeah. Uh, there's Fuse, there's all these different networks they looking yeah. for comedy, looking for content, and so a lot of cats who are like not even really ready or haven't been in the game that long. They're getting opportunities, and then other people who are around the same age or the same level of years in with them think, oh, I'm supposed to also have that. When it's like, yeah, but motherfucker, look forward and see how many people ahead of you can be filling in these slots, you know? So I think there is a a sort of of entitlement for some of these comics, and I think a lot of them... I think they think because the way they discuss comedy and they roundhouse about it, yeah. that they've, you know, the, the sort of elitism in this comedy game, that they understand that they don't. No, that, I think
0: you've made a, a great point. I feel like, you know, this, is, this is shitty me saying, but I feel like Axis is bad for comedy in a mm-hmm. lot of ways because... They run out of comedians, mm-hmm. and, and then they're just searching for the next guy. And yeah. a lot of these guys, they, they've they got seven minutes. They've never been on the road. No, they've never, they've never passed a club. They've never, you know, and it's just like they get up, and maybe they can have a decent show in front of, you know, that yeah. crowd because it's kind of, you know, they're expected to kind of laugh and stuff. But it's like I don't think that helps you that much, you know. No. Because when we started, it was just like there was, you know, it was Letterman. And Tonight Show, and, yeah, you know, it was very. That few, was it, yeah. It was very few. things. And a lot that, you know.
1: of reality television that had nothing to do with any comedy yeah. at all. You know, they were using celebrities for certain things, and, and
0: then Last Comic Standing changed everything. Did it, it yes.
1: changed everything? And yeah. then you know, things just with social media, people want content all the time, which is you know great for us, but it's like also some of these people don't need to be providing content. I was I was just talking to the comic. I, mean, I can't mention the show because I ain't trying to burn them out like that. That's okay they're required to do 15 minutes of material and it's not the netflix 15 because i don't want people to be like oh where's the netflix it's not the Netflix. <laughs> they're required to do 15 minutes worth of material on on television yeah. and came and hit me up and said oh i'd like to know can you tell me how to bring this act together and i was like bring what act together and they're like what a 15 and I got? i'm like Motherfucker, you ain't got the fifteen. <laughs> how do how you get? How did you get this? Yeah, without the fifteen.
0: Yeah, that's ridiculous.
1: This is what I'm saying. It's yeah. a no, there's no check or, right. and balance anymore. It's just like, yeah, yeah, I want this person. They hot for whatever thing that don't even make any sense to this.
0: That's so funny. I remember one time uh, I got this. Uh, I was in a comedy class. And uh, I'd met this guy in the class, and I was pretty good in the comedy class because I was kind of already kind of doing comedy, like busboying and getting spots mm-hmm. and stuff. So I was better than everybody in the class, but everybody in the class was horrible. Right. So it wasn't like, <laughs> and they weren't, there was no, nobody in that class that went on to be a comic. And so it was just like, and there was a guy in the class who really liked me, right? And I was, I mean, I'm literally, I was probably maybe five months in. Okay. And five months in, all right. And this guy, and then he's like friendly with me. And then he calls me up, and he's like, "Hey, I got a gig for you." I go, "A gig?" He goes, "Yeah, a road gig." He goes, it's "New Year's Eve." I was like, "Yeah, it's awesome." He's like, "Okay," I was like, "Okay," you know, I didn't know anything. And right. He's like, "Yeah, okay." So, what you're gonna do? You're gonna uh, it's in it's in the Poconos, and it pays like two or three hundred dollars or something. And he's just like, "So you gotta do thirty minutes." What? No, 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 thirty minutes. They could do some dancing, and then you do another thirty minutes. And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> I can do this.
1: <laughs> my head hurts. My head hurts right now. So
0: I, I, I accept this gig, right? And I'm like six months in, all right? Mm-hmm. And I was just mm-hmm. like, this is awesome. And I remember telling Everett, all the comics at New York Comedy Club back in the day. And then there was this guy, Brad Trackman, who was one of the managers. He was kind of my mentor and stuff. And he was just like, he's like, yeah, uh you know what, I'll lend you some jokes. You can give me a little bit of money and you can mm-hmm. borrow these jokes so, so I could fill the time. Right, yeah. So, so he literally gave me some of his act for that night. Yeah, he had to give yeah. me a lot of his damn yeah, act. He was...
1: <laughs> I, can, no, no, don't give me the joke, can I borrow the act?
0: <laughs> but it was the weird, looking back, it's just like, that's, first of all, good for him being a cool dude, yeah, but yeah, I would yeah. I would never do that. I'd be like, yeah. "You can't use my fucking joke." Right, right, right. Give right. me the gig, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and it was horrible, man. I remember, and my parents flew in. Oh no! And, and we and rented a car <laughs> and drove me all the way to the Poconos. And I, at that time, I wasn't cowboy yet. I was more like uh, Eddie Vedder, grungy looking. So okay. I had, had really long curly hair and had like a tuxedo shirt that was unbuttoned and like, you know (laughs) (laughs) like a shark tooth necklace. You know, that kind of thing. And uh and these and I go in and it's all these like uh Russian, like Jewish people and they're all like just in the nines, tuxedos and shit. They're like, you know, and I just look like an idiot. I'm walking in their hair all crazy and stuff. And I got up there and this is the best part. They started the dancing. Mm -hmm. So everybody's having a good time. It's New Year's Eve, everybody's dancing. And then all of a sudden Like, they just stopped the dancing. So, okay, we're going to stop. They might as well just said, we're going to stop having fun right now. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. And we're just going to bring up the comedian, that weird guy in the corner that everybody's wondering why he's here. Mm -hmm, He's going to come up and just bomb for like 19 minutes. Mm -hmm. And so I got up there and it was just horrible. And then then I remember trying to remember Brad's jokes Mm -hmm. and then just fucking them all up. Mm. And just saying I'm all wrong and all this stuff and then my, my, my stepdad and he's filming the whole thing just laughing right, at right. me. Right. You know? <laughs> so but it was uh you know, it was one of those things where I wasn't ready, obviously. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, um I used that experience to know that it'll never be that bad. Right. Like I can I can kind of grow from that, but it was horrible. It took me forever to get they paid me half and like fucked me on money and all this stuff. But I remember just, uh, and it's front of your parents, which is the worst part. Yeah, it's like, and then they're, I'm like, yeah, I want to be a comedian, and then they see that, and they're right. like, oh, okay, right,
1: <laughs> right. Well, I'm so, Like, he come back in a couple of years when I kind of got it yeah. down. Did your parents you know?
0: ever see you like younger in comedy?
1: Yeah, my mother used to take me to Mike's.
0: Oh my! Yeah, my mom wow. used, to, she
1: used to take me to Mike's, but uh, the comedy store. Oh wow! Yeah, so I I did my first showcase at the comedy store. My mother paid for the class. I took okay. it with Sandy Shaw. Um. And, and, but my mom used to sit up front and just it would bother me because I and she and, and would tell the one about the other thing and I'm like what is going on so I would tell I said to tell I said you can't I don't want you there anymore that's hilarious you know this is not my first day of kindergarten that's you know hilarious. like you know I don't need you coming that's so in and, funny tell that one about you. no remember that not that one she literally was doing that not that one remember what you was telling me in the car and I'm like oh my god this is like this woman's crazy and then it was a long Long time before I would let them see me. It was yeah. like many, many years. And then when yeah. my grandmother finally saw me, my grandmother, yeah. you know, she saw they all saw me get booed on Showtime of the Apollo. So Ooh. they really, you talking about? <laughs> they was like, uh, <laughs> you really ain't going nowhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, cause that's like a black staple. Showtime of the Apollo. So now black people don't like you. <laughs> so you gonna really have to whiten up your act and hope you can Sammy Davis Jr. Your career somewhere. I mean, like. My grandma was like, well, you know, the Lord said. What did he say, Grandma? You know, it's like, <laughs> what did he say about this? Is it in the Bible? Me bombing at Showtime of the Apollo? But, you know, I, I made it through. And I think with the humiliation of that, once that went out, that was my 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 whole family's first chance to really, you know, was she doing? Because the minute people, you know, you get into comedy, People who don't understand comedy, they go, oh, you think you're this, you think you're that. It's instantly when you decide to do something that's not typical, people start to think, you think you're better than them somehow. Not that this is a gift that you have or a talent or a desire you have. It's I'm doing this to show that I'm better than you. And so when um, my family, my extended family saw it, oh, they had a feels day. They really did. And I could never live that down. No matter what I did, I couldn't live that down. I didn't live that down until I got on Meredith.
0: Wow, right. And then it was like, oh, yeah.
1: now we see, okay, yeah. okay and that was yeah. and then and it, then it was very important to me because like I have done a lot of things that have been like you know commentary things sure. or like talk show stuff. Yeah. and I said for me in my career, it's very important for me to continue to be a stand up. Yeah. and to show stand-up because I know some people do stand-up as a end to a means of getting into the acting world and all that stuff yeah. and then they lay it down. No matter what I do, I still want to do stand-up. That's At the end of the day.
0: Do. You can never lay this down. Yeah. I think it hurts so many people. It hurt Eddie Murphy. But mm-hmm. there's so many people. Like, just don't lay it down. No, don't you lay it down. Do, you can it, still do it, Do, do it. your wacky movies. And, and just, <laughs> but just people want to see you. Yeah. And, and it's like, a guy like that breaks my heart. Because I would love to have four more Eddie Murphy specials. Oh, yeah. You know? And to
1: see the, the process of what he's gone through and yeah. grown into. And he has
0: some crazy stuff in the press with the prostitute stuff. Like, he would have, it, he would be a better comic. Yeah. Because of the personal stuff that he'd have to talk about yeah so yeah it's so it's, now
1: i gotta find right. me a prostitute and tell right. his story
0: <laughs> <laughs> i can't let that story go to waste exactly but that, it is funny because i was telling you about my stepdad being dicky and stuff but but like yeah that's the thing like people would say something like um i, th- I remember talking about they were like you've been on tv and then my stepdad would say, yeah, he's on TV if you put a VHS in. You know? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Just stuff like that. And I remember when I got showtime, my brother was like, well, it's not Letterman. You know? And I'm just oh. like, these people. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my father, we didn't talk for about 10 years because of my standup. I sent him a tape, and I was talking about like the way he treated me as a kid and all this yeah. stuff. Yeah. And it was just like, but it was, it was funny. It really fucked up my stand-up because I felt like when I was, I was headed down this path that was more like about my family and about my life. Mm-hmm. And then I felt like it kind of like separated me from my family. And then when I tried to reconcile and all that stuff, I felt like, okay, well maybe I won't be so hard on them mm-hmm. in my stand up, but it censored something that might've been better for me as a comic as right. opposed to as an artist. So I think it's like, that's what you gotta be careful of too. Is Sometimes you're up there and you're like, you can't like I talked to Leah about this a lot and it's like, you can't give a shit how your family's gonna feel about this bit no. or about this story. Like you no. just sometimes, and that's the hardest thing because you, you can don't, give
1: them a heads up. Yeah, <laughs> yo, uh, I wouldn't turn on uh, yeah. you know t- TV right now.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, I mean yeah, <laughs> you know. it's like the radio or whatever. Like don't stay away from any <laughs> social anything, anything basically. But yeah, I think it's. Uh, but that's a that's a thing that some people have to deal with. You know, comics. Yeah. We're just like, do do you talk about it or do you not talk about it?
1: Well, with my family. It's a little bit of the flip. Although my grandmother was very concerned about, like, the image of, of us. She didn't uh-huh. want me to, like, make the image bad. Yeah, the, I talk about my grandmother so much, people feel like they know my grandmother. And my mother's like, do you have any jokes about me? Right? Yeah, then my dad goes, you don't talk about me at all. So it's like, now I got people trying to, like get me to talk about them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, so that right. they can be like, I'm like, all right, so now I'm sitting here thinking like, what material I got on my mom? And I'm like, and it's not that I love you any less because sometimes yeah. when they talk to me, it's, yeah. it feels like, oh, they really think I don't, they had no effect in my life or I no, don't love funny. them. It's just like, grandma was doing some wild shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah, I'm You can't
0: follow grandma. <laughs> <laughs> You damn yeah. sure
1: can't.
0: Grandma's a closer. No,
1: no, All yeah. Right. Like, yeah, grandma's <laughs> a closer. She was buy, actively buying me underwear from the Salvation Army. Yeah. So let's talk about that. Yeah. You understand what, what I'm saying? She is
0: my half hour special. <laughs> what? She's the reason I got that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, but she is. She's she's 12 minutes of that for sure. <laughs> <was>. I know. <laughs> So it's like, just slow it down, all right? Yeah, you I'll, know, I'll save you for something else. But uh, <laughs> that's so funny. That is what happens too. It's like they just like. And you know, and that's the funny thing is sometimes family will fact check, mm-hmm. like when they see, it. oh, that's not what happened. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. It didn't go down like that. Yeah, You're like, yeah Shut yeah. up, like, dude. Come on, like, I'm like, just try to get laughs, <laughs> the motherfucker in a check.
1: Like,
0: right, right, right. <laughs> right. I maybe I fabricated <laughs> it right. for a little bit. You want to like,
1: keep getting them boxes from Amazon Prime? <laughs> okay, well you better shut the hell up. <laughs> that's
0: so funny, but it's oh, like, yeah. and then my and my my dad always thinks my brother should have been the comic you know mm. and he always is like because he's and then you know he's because he's like he always do those joke jokes you know always racist you know Yeah, 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 <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> oh, just how horrible jokes how many does it take to get yeah. in the back of a police yeah. yeah. car yeah all that Five. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're just there going, yeah maybe it's because he's doing that shit Dad. <laughs> it's, i don't enough, know maybe he, yeah. he
1: might be able to work some alt-right events
0: that's true maybe i don't know Uh, but that's, I don't know. It's just always a funny thing when it's just like, but that's the thing is I was the shy one. I was, I'm still shy, you know? I'm still like this kind of, you know, just fly on the wall kind of, I'm just kind of just looking around and if you, if I like you, then you'll get all of me. But if I don't, I'm very standoffish. And I think sometimes it's, I think there's a lot of comics that are like that more than you think. Yeah. You know, you can be shy. I've seen you shy. Like, and people wouldn't even think. To even say no. that about you. No, but no. I've seen it. And I think there's some people that, you know, it's like, it just, we save it for the stage. Yeah. You know, we see that. that's what I like about it is that I like just having a regular life here. And then yeah. when I get up there, I can just be whatever, it's whoever I want. want. Whoever yeah. I want. Wear yeah. a cowboy hat, get up there, swag around, like do, do whatever, man. That's what that, that's what's so great about it. Yeah. It's like your fantasy life. You know? Yeah. Like where you could just get up and do all this stuff.
1: Say anything you want to say, do whatever you want to do. Yeah. Um.
0: I don't know if it's racist for me to ask this, but. Uh, <laughs> what am I doing, Black History Month? <laughs> How do you feel about this Monique thing?
1: Oh. <laughs> oh. Have
0: you talked about it yet? I haven't. I haven't okay. talked about it
1: yeah. um, because I'm trying to keep my relationship open with Netflix. No, she's cool. Um,
0: and Netflix is cool. I'm just more, It's to me, it's more about her. Not necessarily yeah. the relationship between, I would never, you know.
1: Yo, no, I. you know what's so funny is. Something happened today, earlier today, that changed yeah. my perspective. So I'll tell you what my perspective was yesterday, and I'll tell you what my perspective is today. Okay. So, when it, you know, I, I'm not a fan of Monique's anyway, because when I got booed on Show Tell Me the Apollo, she was the host at the oh, time. And wow. she, I don't know if she would ever remember this, but she was very nasty to me behind. Wow. Backstage, She told you know, I, I want to introduce myself to her so she get my name right. Yeah. She said, t- tell, her, tell her not to speak to me. Her name is stupid. You know, oh, just man. all these things. And I carried that out on stage with me. And I was oh, like, yeah. wow, this is like, you know, and I was ex- really excited to meet her because she's from Baltimore. I was born yeah. in Baltimore, so sure. I'm like a hometown girl. Yeah. And I just, she left such a bad taste in my mouth. And my roommate who was out in the, the crowd was like, she was also incur- saying that she was also encouraging people to boo. So for me um i was like so turned off from her i didn't support anything that was monique i didn't go against and speak out against her but i just was like i don't want that i I, that for me i can't so um when she came on meredith i actually didn't even i stayed in the dressing room because i didn't even want to see her Mm um and that had been years and years that that had passed yeah and then she had all this, this stuff, the scandal with the Lee Daniels thing. and
0: Did you talk to her at all at uh, 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 Meredith? Did she know, n- remember you, or um, you say anything no, about it?
1: I sequestered myself in my dressing room because I didn't even want to. Oh, you weren't even on the show? I- I was on the show, but okay. when she, it was time for her to come on. Oh. We did the first, we the panel was on the first 30 minutes oh, okay. So when it was time for her to come on, we normally pass the guests or we go oh. and knock on the door and say, okay, oh, we take a picture. Like, oh, I got gotcha. We were beasting when Goldie Hahn was there, who was yeah, yeah. wonderful, you oh, know. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, you know, we come in, sit in the dressing room. Style. With her, nothing. It was yeah. total shut down. I'm okay. going into my dressing room. I didn't tell people why I was doing it, but I just yeah. didn't want to see anyone be bothered with her. So when she got into all this stuff with the Lee Daniels thing, I was like, why is she doing that? Yeah. You know, and I see it as, I get it. Women from Baltimore, women from Maryland in general will say what the hell they say. They keep it real. Like, that's how I feel. That's how I feel. I'm going to tell you. Yeah. So what she needed in her corner was somebody to say, as, whatever you want to really say, say that shit to me, and then we'll filter it and find a better way to say it. Her team is flawed. Yeah. But her team... Is her husband who don't know what the fuck he doing. You understand what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Her team is her husband. Fucks
0: up so many people.
1: Yeah, and it's like he has no. And I'm and this is not here to to disrespect their relationship, but it's like this guy's managing you. You, Who has he managed other than you?
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) And you not doing that. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah, you've won an Oscar and you've had some opportunities come up, and I'm not gonna shit on her acting abilities and things like that. Yeah, I give her respect as an Oscar winner. Yes. But you should not have done what you did. And you felt justified by doing it. Yeah. So fine, your husband said, that's what you should do. Y'all did that as a team. Okay, so we can give you a pass on that. But then now you go out and you do this thing on Netflix. And here's the thing that bothered me the most, because when I saw the video, is I want to boycott Netflix on gender and racial bias. And... I go, unfortunately, which is already a problem with the industry itself, there is no black woman that's killing it on the comedy scene right now on the level of a Chappelle or a Rock. The closest that we have is Wanda Sykes. Yeah. Um even Tiffany Haddish, who's very popular right now, people don't nobody knows her stand-up. Yeah. They like her because of the movies she's been in yeah. and, the, and the funny character actor she is, but you don't know her stand-up. Yeah. So when we talk about Netflix coming to Monique with $500,000 and saying, we want you to do a half hour, which is, number one, already five times more than what regular half hours are yeah. getting. Let's back
0: that up. Yeah, half hour. See, I right. didn't even know that. Yeah. I didn't know it was a half.
1: It was a half hour. Oh, but come But that's on. because, like...
0: Who books that? <laughs> but
1: here's the, but Netflix is doing fifteen minutes now. They're doing yeah. fifteen minutes, they're doing half hours, they're doing hours. I, w- I had to be very careful how I speak because as a I don't wanna shortcut sure. the fact that I'm a black woman and I've seen a lot of ill shit in this business yeah. that I've been I've had people tell me I couldn't do certain things because I don't have this and that behind me when I'm seeing white boys that don't have shit yeah. doing shit so sure. I'm like yeah. I understand that but not everything is that we gotta be fair about what really it is yeah. nobody's seen Monique do any type of stand up other than the Queens of Comedy I think she had maybe one special I know she did like one prison special nobody remembers that <laughs> not even the bitches that was in prison that watched her do the dance special <laughs> and they was forced to be there
0: yeah, they you understand? can't leave you can't they, walk they, nobody walking <laughs> right. oh, nobody on and and, and and you know,
1: like you know, I don't want to like. I have a girlfriend I was talking to as a comic. I don't want to throw her name out there because no, I don't want to be. Please but don't. she said something that was so hilarious. She was like, "Don't nobody want to sit there and watch Monique r- walking from side to side in Elaine Bryant twenty size 22, <laughs> talking about yes, hey baby. Hey. I said yeah, it's gonna be twenty minutes of hey baby. Cha. I'm like. Bleh so that's half the half hour right there with you going baby honey child suck a lamb and then so but it's like you not killing it in the streets yeah. now I could argue with you if you said they asked you to do a Netflix movie yeah. and they offered you 500,000 because you are an Academy Award winning actress sure. you should get a mil two mil yeah, or whatever but sure. not on stand-up sure. no stand up tip some more has more cred in stand up yeah. even though less people know some more, yeah, and the stand up her tours are selling out all over the place. Sure. She was like one of the top tours in like uh 2000 something, yeah. like she was killing it. So, Monique, no, you don't deserve $500,000, but Monique, because your team is only your husband, right, and maybe a few other yes men, why don't you go back to them and say, Let me get 1.5 mil and I'll do a half hour because yeah. da, da 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 and then if they don't want to give you 1.5 mil or they want to give you go to two Hulu. Mil, go number one go somewhere else but number yeah. two be quiet why would you and i understand it trust me i'm not judging her from a place of not understanding people have said shit to me and i've been like fuck them Right? You don't want to give me... You'd be to tell me the amount of credits I have and somebody telling me I can't have this thing when I done seen this bullshit-ass person get this, I understand it. But what I try not to do is I try not to open my mouth and say shit out in public because, number one, you never know when you're going to have to deal with these people again. Number two, you don't... Somebody else could take over at Netflix and be like, yo, you did the the thing that they want the most. But you done already burnt this relationship. Number three, did you go back to them and say, give me more? Number four, why would you? This is where she really lost me. You bring in Amy Schumer which you shouldn't have brought in in the first place right yeah. because you're now you put yourself you're a person that doesn't want to be compared to her obviously because you've said these things about her yeah. what did she deserve to da 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 that for but now you've put a, her, yourself in a situation to be compared to her yeah because you talking about she got so and so and so and so and so
0: she's this, still selling out the garden
1: that's what i'm saying yeah. she's selling up the, and still <laughs> yeah the, people know when they think first thing they think when they think amy schumer is they think stand-up comic
0: yeah absolutely
1: then they think girl that's produced her own show on comedy central and started her own show on comedy central which is still based in comedy girl who's gone out and done comedy movies and ri- so like it comedy 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 yeah Nobody thinks of that when they hear Monique. If anything, they think about like what's t- 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 Tummy T doing. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Or are you doing Weight Watchers Free Form with Oprah? You know, like nobody's yeah. thinking that. And then you put yourself
0: and she did a great movie, but it's hard for us to think about that movie. You know? a th- no, a
1: thousand percent. Yeah. Number one, ha- ha- most of the scenes in Precious was them running away with chicken in their hand. Yeah. So like that's why I didn't want to see the shit because I'm like, listen, number I can't. You know, what are they being sponsored by KFC? So when you go. Well, how come Rock got this, and how come Chappelle? Yeah. Because they're stand-ups. that's selling out all over the place, yeah. and they've put themselves at that level. Yeah. Um, I'm sure Cat Williams, because somebody also brought this point up, well, Cat Williams, he probably got a lot of money. Yeah, but Cat Williams is one of the top he's urban good, comics out there and favorites. has crossover yeah. appeal. He so does. he's still got a bigger name than Monique. Yeah. Monique's name is not big in stand-up. No. Now, here's what changed... My perspective a little bit today.
0: This is exciting. Here we go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wanda Sykes <laughs> tweeted. I think I saw it on either Twitter or Instagram, and she said, "Good job to Monique oh, for calling out Netflix." She said they offered me less than the five hundred thousand dollars they offered you. Wow. Go somewhere else. Hashtag. Mm-hmm. I think it was Epix or something. That E, e-, e- P I X. Epics. Epics. Yeah. yeah. Um she said go there
0: yeah
1: now with Wanda Sykes I can go wow they offer her you know that's more of a discussion that Wanda Sykes got offered less true but still that's not a discussion to be had in a business out loud yeah you want to tell your comedy friends You want to call if you know Rock and call him and say, yo, can you help me or be an advocate for me? Because this is what I got offered. Hey, can I talk to this agent who I know is making money? This is an inner business thing that we can try to figure out. This is not a go throw that out and then make me feel as a black woman. I got to try to stand behind you because if I don't, then I'm not supporting black women or women in general. Because your shit's not even a black woman thing. If you was popping like that, yeah. then we could say, okay, it's because she's a woman, because she's black.
0: Exactly. No, I think it's, uh, you know, like you said, it's like these are things that should be negotiated before before you go public. Right. Because it's like you might, like you said, you might, I feel like it's a knee-jerk thing to just be like – make it some online and that's her problem in the first place Yeah, is she just has a tendency to just like throw her dirty laundry everywhere Mm -hmm. and instead of and apparently she's you know rough on set and just has demands and all these things and and she and
1: she may not even be rough on set but because of how she does the other things she does yeah it's you can you believe that quicker than you believe that she's on i'm telling you i think as much as i don 't care for her as a person from that, that experience, I still respect her as a comic. Do I think she 's the, the the funniest person in the world? I think she does a type of comedy that like uh, is limp you know like it lends itself to whoever the hell she is i don 't think it's really reaching all these heights, yeah, but it 's her husband
0: well also i just i don 't want to defend the enemy but The problem with Netflix, I'm not, Netflix is a great company. We all hope to be on there. But however, I do feel it's kind of like, you know, you go to a club and a club opens up and and, you know, the first year, it's like it pays, like... Maybe a little bit more than everybody else, yeah. and then uh and then you get you get a meal and like it's like this is a great club, and then after a while the club starts to lose money, and they're like ah we uh we can't pay what we used to be able to pay, right. and some of that starts happening I mean they're in debt billions of dollars they're trying to like i'm not saying This is where you cut the money. Mm -hmm. But I'm just saying it doesn't. I didn't know they were in debt to billions of dollars. Oh, yeah. They've been in debt. They're in debt about a billion dollars because they keep producing and putting stuff out without a whole lot of return coming in. that's why our our membership's going up. It went up to $10 Mm -hmm. and all this stuff. So they're trying to. I think there's a lot of management problems happening within that company because it's like because that's the thing is they should have given so much to somebody like Amy in the first place and the fact that but they wanted to get her before Showtime got her they wanted to get her so I feel like that's what's happening somebody's like just get them just pay the money it doesn't matter worry about it later and it's coming back and I think that's why they're paying so low now is because of shit like that but yeah they're having a lot of problems with uh, being in debt but it's a company that's you know still going to produce you know millions of dollars oh, sure. but at the sure. same time it's like it's borrowed time it's borrowed money you know
1: well i think here's what i'll say um in terms of like anything that i do mm-hmm. wh- no matter what you know i've i've done things on different networks and people have been like oh well, i wouldn't have done that network i wouldn't have done this one that i'm the my first thing is getting my comedy out and my comedy content out that doesn't mean i'm going to sell myself short but i didn't get in this business to be uh although i love money let's not let's (laughs) not and and i (laughs) definitely ain't turning down no 20 no 30 million dollars okay trust me i ain't i I, I ain't no martyr but my first thing is can i do something i really want to do put my content out there and have a good time. And if somebody gives me the platform to do that, and I'll be honest, if Netflix would ever give me an opportunity to do that, I would be like, please, thank you. Yes. Because I know they have a large viewership. There's people that can get to know me that wouldn't know me. Uh, Monique could have opened herself up to uh, a a group of kids, like young millennials that don't know who the fuck she is. You understand what I'm saying? And you think about the platform you go, yeah, and then what I tend to do in business is, if you offer me something that's something I can't live off of, yeah. and, and at this point, I don't have Monique's problems of like, yeah. I think I'm a legend and I yeah. need to be paid legend pay. Yeah. It's like, if I'm going to commit so much time to a project and make it happen, which means I'm not working on anything else or I'm not having another stream of, of revenue coming in, yeah. you have to make it sustainable for me to sustain my livelihood during that time. So I would ask for something fair. Sure. and I But I've been at the level I'm at we've gone back and we've negotiated all kinds of things sometimes you get what you want, sometimes you don't yeah, and really, what I think here the follow through was did was there ever a go back and say, Give me one point five at least
0: well, I also think like kind of what we were talking about before, where it's like I don't think monique you know expected to be in this position in the first place because mm-hmm. It's like you know, there's certain people that you know, and I'm not saying it's. All, I'm definitely not saying it's all her, because I right. know a lot of, a lot of people are shitty in this business, and we're learning with all these sexual things that are happening and all this stuff. So no telling, you know, right. how much more on her side I am, but I don't know enough. But I do know that she probably thought that. You know, she would have this acting career that would just be one after another one. I mean, once you yeah. win an Academy Award, it's kind of, I mean, that's kind of what's supposed to happen. Yeah. You know, you just you go from one movie to the next, and next thing you are working with Spielberg. Next thing you are working with this guy, and you are huge. Yeah. And the worst case scenario, you are on TV and you right. have a TV show. But that's you know that's and, but that's amazing, and that's a and and now it's like and also sometimes people treat stand up like okay, I guess we'll just have to do this again. And then she's almost treating it like that, but wanting to get paid as if she had just won the Oscar and she's yeah. moving on to the next project. Which it, has nothing yeah. to
1: do that. Oscar don't yeah. have shit to do with your stand-up, it baby. It doesn't. It does and, not. And we got to stop. And I think a lot of people do that too, where they think, oh, I'm doing stand-up and this and that, and it pay me according to this. And it's like, yeah. no, it, it it doesn't work that way. But more importantly, I think what is really missed is Netflix don't owe her shit. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I there's there's a club in this city that I will remain nameless. <laughs> that I work from time to time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And this is not I'm not shit talking them because no. I I like working they little subsidiary club, trust me. I got you. They won't give me the time of motherfucking day in terms of really coming in there on some legit shit. Now, I don't know what the problem is. I don't know if it's a personality conflict. I don't yeah. know what the thing is. But when I'm around other comics who, will, who are also in the same particular, like, either they didn't get past there or they're not even asked to audition mm-hmm. there. And it becomes this, like, well, fuck that place, blah, blah, blah. I go, listen is it stupid for me not to be working at this club yeah yeah it's dumb because everybody that encounters me thinks i'm working at this club right on a on a on a real basis but at the same time this club does not owe me a spot or any time and um we have to remember that when we whatever you get be grateful. I did not have to go on Last Comic Standing because the year I went on, they weren't even auditioning people. You understand? Like yeah. they were pulling names from word of mouth. No, we nobody got to do the thing. So I, whoever you know referred me there. Thank I, thank you for that. You didn't have to do that. Yeah. Now I get on that. I was blessed to, to be on Funny Girls. Thank them for putting me on Funny Girls. That show was already ready to go. I wasn't even attached to it. And then God blessed me that I was able to be attached to it. Then they used me to promote Funny Girls on Meredith. Meredith liked me and I'm doing a Meredith I mean, like one thing after the other. I wound up getting in on doing my Comedy Central uh, uh, People You Should Know or Comics You Should Know by putting myself on the the show thinking I was on the show and I wasn't even on the damn show. (laughs) So like in my life, no one has ever been pushing me. I've never been a golden child yeah. given an opportunity because oh, we like her, we love her. I've always had to go in and prove myself and then people go, oh, you know what? I really like Yamanika. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's yeah. been an opportunity to come out of, out of nowhere. way.
0: Yeah. There
1: hasn't been an open gate. So I just think when we have this idea that, you owe me something. Yeah. They don't even owe you the $500,000 that yeah. they offered you. And that's not me undermining the fact that it is hard to be a minority and it's hard yeah. to be a woman sometimes in this business. Absolutely. I stand behind that a 100%. But in your case, that was $500,000 you didn't have. Yeah. And if you thought you needed more than that, you should have went in with more. And instead of going out and saying you yeah. want people to boycott a selfish mission on your behalf because yeah. you have no—it's one thing if it happened to you and then you were able to set precedents by saying—and yeah. these other people stand with me because yeah. they also and had to If you go thing. through the
0: right channels, like William Morris can't get you point five. You know what I mean? Come on, you know what I mean. That's what they do.
1: But did you? But but didn't <laughs> be, be surprised. But be surprised. Oh, I can't work nowhere. Yeah. Wonder why. And not no disrespect to her. If I was a company, yeah. I would be like, I ain't fucking with her. This is the second time this bitch done did this shit. <laughs> Next thing you know, bitch, you're going to be at Kroger's trying to figure out how using coupons because you was fucking around with Netflix.
0: <laughs> shit. Yeah, you wouldn't even be in the red box.
1: No, right. You'd be in the yellow box. Where would the fuck the black box going down on the plane? Because, like, you know, and, and we have to listen to the record to see how you, what happened to you. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. your career is going down, and it doesn't have to be. You got to think.
0: Yeah.
1: It's the thing we talked about when you said we, we get hot-headed. Yeah. And then we have to learn how, like, how to stop that stop thing. Stop for a
0: second. Take a breath. Think about this. Think. I'm putting this video out. And you could, cause I've done so many things. I've recorded stuff like fuck this business. Yeah. I've written blogs and things, yeah. and didn't release them. Yeah, they were just. And I have released some that yeah. really backfired. You know, I did yeah. this. I made. I did this whole thing because I used to write for Cringe Humor, and that was a fucking nightmare. And I would just trash people. Yeah, and I would trash TV shows and all kind. And it came back at me, and it hurt me. And so, but then there's times where I'll just like. Almost do it. And then, you know, have good people in my life, Leah, and people yeah. like that. I mean, God, Leah save saved my ass baby. so many times. <laughs> I'm about right. to call motherfuckers. motherfucker. And, and then and she hamsters, like, too,
1: right? With the, the mice you got, probably, yeah. and then really shit them out. Oh, Let's do, get out the, the guinea pigs? and save Papa.
0: <laughs> no, them guinea pigs. They're gone. Get yeah, them guinea pigs. Yeah.
1: like, oh, he over there typing again. Let's escape. <laughs> Let's start marching on the keypads.
0: <laughs> but, but let me just say one thing. And um, I feel when it comes back, you know, to the grassroots of comedy, which is the comedy clubs. And yeah. I, won't, I won't exploit this too much because we're both trying to be careful. But they're just bars with mics. Yeah. And they really, in every club in the world, mm-hmm. including the comedy store, including the Improv, including all the clubs in Manhattan, yeah. they're, they got lucky that Richard Pryor decided to walk in there. Yes. They got lucky that David Tell decided to, to try and get into this place and mm-hmm. it, or, or this person try to get into that club. And they just got lucky. Yeah. And they were wise enough to kind of uh, embrace a few people. I do the same. I embrace people. I see some talent and whatever. But I am no means am responsible for the success. It's just right, I'm kind of a conduit where it's like people – you know, that I like and I see something that can go through me or whatever, but it's all just luck with the clubs and the clubs need to understand that where it's like the comics make the club. Yeah, the club don't make the comics. Yeah. And I don't care what kind of fucking club you got. I don't care what kind of reputation you got. I don't care what kind of TV show, what kind of radio thing. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's the comics. It's the comics. And I think a lot of times it's like, you know, we get too caught up in that. And a lot of comics, and, you know, and a lot of clubs miss it. I miss people. I'm, I dismiss people like, yeah, whatever. And then that person <laughs> blows up. And I'm like, damn, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had no idea that was going to happen. <laughs> I was like, I got lucky with Pete Davidson, but this guy. And yeah. he, they blow up. And yeah. I'm just like, well, it happens. And yeah. so people make mistakes. But um, the problem I have is when certain comedy clubs don't have um this open arms and and but but at the same time it's hard to love comics sometimes because they're fucking annoying yeah and a lot of them are just like looking out for them and they're drug addicts and crazy shit so there's it's definitely not easy to cultivate you know comedians in general but you said the best thing in the world they nobody owes you anything you know you gotta i've i've had to work for every little thing I've ever gotten, and, um, I remember, you know, just certain things go, having the courage, you know, to talk to people, and, um, you know, I remember Pete Holmes was, you know, filming The Crashing, the first season, and, and I was just like, ah, oh, this is, you know, it's about Boston. It was like, ah, oh, he was my parker at Boston. I was like, you know, it's like, I got to, I, I have to be involved in this. I go yeah. this, I remember telling myself, it's was like, you know, and, and then I remember one time I was at LOL and I'm sitting there in the green room and Joey comes and goes, hey man. it goes, I just did this thing with Judd Apatow and they filmed me doing comedy and I was at the Boston Comedy Club and it looked just like it. He's going on and on. I'm like, God damn it. And then I was just like, and then. And I just texted him. I said, hey, because he had me come down and, uh, on set to see it because he was like, this place looks just like Boston because they redid it, and he had me come see that. So I spent a, a moment with him on the set, but I never, ever asked him anything. And then, and then I remember I got the courage, and I was just like, Hey, man, um, if, you know, if, if if by chance you need a comic, you know, to, like, you know, play a comic, you know, I, I don't have to have any lines. I'll just whatever. Just, you know, I'd love to be involved in this because yeah. I feel this is a part of our history. And uh, he's like, yeah, absolutely, man. And then I heard nothing, right? And then um, – and then like probably about 2 months later i get this this text from him he's like hey um did you ever answer that email and i go what are you talking about he goes yeah the agent in la's been trying to get a hold of you for like 2 weeks and they can't get a hold of you and i was like and it went to my AOL account and it was oh. all spam <laughs> And they were like, "There's a fitting, and like in like four days, and whatever." And I was like, "Oh no, yes, I won it! What are you talking yeah, about?" Yeah, yeah. and, and I was like, "And then you know, I got this part and this little part." And I noticed you you're on this this season, yeah. which is awesome. Yeah. We're in the Apatow Club. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was it's like one job. of those things where I had the courage to ask, mm-hmm. and and it's hard sometimes, especially yeah. with friends and people that you've like have a relationship in the business because you don't want to, you don't want to come off like you're just grubbing at them and you're like, they start to get success and you're like, Hey, me too. And you know, nobody owes you anything. He didn't owe me that, you know, he just, you know, it worked out and I did ask, but if I hadn't asked, he probably wouldn't have thought that I even wanted to be on it. And it's like, but sometimes you gotta, you know, take that risk. But, you know, but you definitely have to just but work asked, for it. But you asked. You didn't yeah, pester. I didn't you know. pester. I just asked. just asked. And then I almost didn't get it because of my fucking AOL account. Because <laughs> <laughs> I ain't updated my website. <laughs> so I got that shitty-ass email on there. But uh, it was... Wonderful talking to you, Yamanika. I had a and, ball. Um, this is great. Yeah, and a lot of people that listen to this are young comics and stuff. So, if you could say something to your younger self, you know, starting out as a comic, what yeah. what what would you what little piece of advice would you give?
1: Um one I would say relax. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> relax and slow down. Yeah. And trust yourself. Um and I would also say Keep going, yeah. Because you know, you never know when something may happen for you in this business. Some people see it um, five months in. Oh yeah. And some people see it twenty years in.
0: Yeah, you are about to quit every other time I saw you. I was <laughs> like, I cannot. <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> I'll leave you with this. I'm leaving. <laughs> That's how we gonna wrap this show. All right. You want to plug anything? You got anything coming up with uh, Web's, uh, podcast? Yeah, but I never know. What's your podcast? Yeah,
1: my podcast is ranting and Rave with Yamanika and Friends. Awesome. And uh, I'm sure I'll be doing something again on Fallon. Uh, I that's have, so
0: cool. How was the, how was the Fallon experience? Oh,
1: uh, it's great. It's very generous okay. guy. On, so what do you, you
0: do? Know, you have like a segment? Or you just... Yeah, uh, I come
1: in the middle of his monologue. I'm saying. He's like very generous.
0: Oh, that's amazing. Because <laughs> this so his he,
1: opening monologue where everybody is watching. It's
0: opening monologue and then you just kind of burst in? You well,
1: he'll call me in for whatever topic I'm talking about, and we have a banter, him and I back and oh, that's forth, beautiful. and then I skip off the stage, and you know, it's really funny. It's really sweet. It's great and, day's um, work. Yeah. And I got some other things that are working. I have a, I, VH1, I'm k- going to kill them. Yeah. I have a show that's supposed to come out, and uh, it's supposed to be out this month, but now they're saying it's not coming out until April, so I can't even announce that. But okay. you can see me on uh, True TV's Laugh Mobs Laugh Tracks. I have awesome. two, dro- two show jokes on that season, and um, just kind of... Skipping around. Sounds great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're
0: doing amazing. Great. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you. I love you so much. I love you too. <laughs> All right. Yamanika here on, uh, I'll leave you this with Dustin Chafin. Check her out. She's amazing. What's your Twitter? At Yamanika? At Yamanika. At Yamanika. Figure out how to Google that, spell it. All right, everybody. Thank you and bye bye.